Hi, everybody. This is Maria Pesson, founder of For Women Over 50, a platform where women can share tips, ideas, and inspiration to make the next act of your life your best act. And today I am so excited to introduce to you Michaela, and she is joining us from overseas, and I'm happy and excited to have her here. Why don't you um, introduce yourself and tell a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hello, thank you, Maria, for having me today. I'm Michaela Fantinel, and uh, I just a little bit about myself. I was in um, in a corporate life for a long time. I was in the food and lifestyle industry for over twenty years. I've been working across Europe in different countries, and then later on, as I grew out of of, uh, of corporate life, even though I liked it, but I wanted to do something for myself. And uh, so I started working as a business consultant for just a year. And after that, I turned the passion, my passion for travel into a small business. I created a blog and a travel website for women traveling alone, which is Rocky Travel. And, uh, and out of this, yes, since 2010, so over 10 years, I've been uh, serving women uh, for all over the, the world. Uh, they they use the website, but I also created a couple of years ago uh, some uh, special tours for women traveling alone. So there are groups of women, very small groups, and I do very special uh, groups together, like sort of retreats, and mostly in Italy. And, uh, and yes, and I show the beauty to this of, of this country to to women who wants to spend their time solo, but also enjoy some time with the locals and do very special experiences. And, um, and most recently what I did, I because of the pandemic and travel was on a standstill for such a long time, I embraced a, a personal growth uh, path and I uh, did lots of things with myself and uh, became a coach. I was in a, a coaching training and I became a coach and I'm serving also women in this age, uh, 50 plus, uh, who, wants, who are stuck and want really to get clarity in life and they want to make Yes, of the second act, of the second uh, life, second chapter of their life, or even third chapter of their life. They want to make the best time, and they want to either embrace a new business, or they want to embrace a new chapter in life and do really something that motivates, that excites them. Yes, that's something just briefly about me. Well, thank you for sharing that. It sounds like you've led a very unique life and had fun doing it. You know, um, travel is something that we all talk about when we get to retirement age or get a little bit older and the kids are out of the house and we have more time to ourselves. But not all of us have someone to go with. You know, we might be divorced or widowed or never married and just don't have the opportunity to do something. And it's scary to travel by yourself. How... Um, I don't have a problem with it. I like traveling by myself, but not everybody feels that way and they feel scared to do it. So what do people, women like that, how do you help them travel by themselves? Yes, this is a very, very, very usual situation, very familiar situation. Most of women, uh, especially if women, if they have never traveled by themselves and they are in their 50s and they are either 
empty nester or divorced, the children have left home, or they want to try something different. And but then when they start thinking about traveling by themselves, they get stuck and they say, Oh, I don't know whether I can do that, whether it's something I'm going to enjoy, whether I'll be feeling lonely, whether I'll be bored to death, you know, that all these thoughts they come into their way. And so you just push it away or you just want to do it. And then what happens when a friend or someone comes into your way and say, oh, I can join you. Then you leave that and say, OK, I better go with someone else. I'll, I'll have more fun. And, you know, this is something where when this happens, then this is something that you are not mature for solo travel. When you're really mature for solo travel, you have to bring out the curiosity of trying it out because you're never going to know what is going to be, what's gonna like if you don't try it out. And, and you have really to take the, make the first step. And so my big, big recommendation to women who are stuck with this is to try it out in your either local uh, territory or you know something familiar, something where you don't really have to get out of your comfort zone. When you say, okay, I've been to New York and I'm from Los Angeles, but I've always been with family, friends, but I would like to go maybe visiting something in, in New York surrounding, or I want to visit, I want to go there for a festival or whatever, and do it by yourself. You book a weekend and there is nothing that, not much that can go, can go wrong, you know? With, so try and get familiar with the, with the idea of being alone somewhere else, which is not your home or, you know, something where very local to you, something away, but uh, something where you say, oh, what can be, what, what can be go wrong with doing this, you know? Okay, you might feel alone, but that's something that I always say to women, that's something that you feel alone even when you are at home, when you are alone, you are alone, you are at home, you live alone and you have these moments. And these moments, they happen everywhere in your life. They, they happen when you travel, they happen when you are at home. It's just something that it's, it's in transition. It's not, it's something temporary. So it's not something that is gonna stay forever there. So just, to, just try to get familiar with this situation. And there are many ways that you can do. You can even try it mentally and just project this into your mind if you want to trying to train up your mind, so to say, to get familiar with that situation. So there are many ways of doing it. But what I suggest is to do something like this, just to try it out and first with something small where you can relate and where you can test it out and say, oh, I really liked it. Maybe I can do something bigger. Maybe I can go a week overseas. I can go for one week to Europe. I can see how I, it goes with that, you know, something. I, I agree. I think that um, is a great idea. I also thought maybe going to a spa for some women where there's interactive things, but you are alone, so, but you're not totally alone because there usually are other women on these kind of trips as you. What do you think of that idea? That's, that's also a good idea. That's a good idea or just making like uh, if you, for instance, there are many, many, many um, reasons why or many other say things that you can pick for, for, for a short a solo trip. Something where you have like try to figure out the best scenario and the worst scenario, worst case scenario. So what's the worst case scenario? Oh, I will be alone all the time. So how can I, uh, how can I sort that out? 
okay, if I'm feel alone all the time, I can go to that place. And I know that there is a fantastic place, a, a club, or can, or can walk into a spa or whatever. So where I have interaction with people. So try to uh, figure out what's the best case scenario, what's the worst case scenario, and have a plan B for all of the two so that you you can come out with solution in case you say, oh, I'm not enjoying it. Okay, that's just for a couple of days, you know, but uh, try to, to, to find solutions that are doable and they also um, will make you feel more comfortable with, with the situation. So you can try this out mentally, you can project it into your mind. So go through the, the best case scenario and the worst case scenario. And, and, and also come up with a solution in case of this or that. Yes, this is something. Great idea. That's always good when you plan ahead and you have an A plan and a B plan in case A plan doesn't work out. So I like that idea. But I also like the idea of what you do with the travel groups, because I think that's a really good route to take. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yes, the tours, you know, I'm a very, very big advocate of solo travel. I love solo travel. I've been a solo traveler for plus 30 years because I started when I was in my 20s. And in the, in the 80s, it wasn't something familiar or something popular, you know. So when I traveled by myself, I always had to come up with ideas what to tell people when they, when they were, you know, seeing myself on my own and say, no, why are you traveling alone? You are alone? Oh, I'm so sorry, you know? So you have to come up with that idea because people couldn't relate. And not because, also because of ignorance, but the ignorance in a good way. So they don't, they cannot think of a woman traveling alone. But nowadays things have changed. You see so many women traveling alone and when they see, you know, they don't really, they don't really pity them or they don't ask, they don't just bombard them with questions, why are you alone or so. But traveling alone is a big, big part of self-growth, of self-development. It's, I call it, it's the best therapy for every woman to grow and to help you see what you can do, where you have to improve, what are the skills that you need to improve, what are your best skills. So it's really something fantastic. But there are some bad, and the bad are where the, the question marks, there are things that I can do by myself and things where I don't trust myself to do it, or maybe it takes so long to figure it out. How can I go, how can I do that specific excursion? How can I visit that? You know, it, it's better to be in a small group. And the reason why I created the solo travel tours is because I want to bring women who have, who are really like-minded, who really love to travel solo, but sometimes they really have, like to have a break from their solo travels. And they say, okay, I am a couple of months around Europe, but of the two months, I want to go maybe a few days there on the tour, or I want to do that experience on the tour because it's better for me to be on the tour. It's more fun and I'm going to see much more. I'm going to have an, a fantastic experience. And this is something where you don't really will you cannot compare it to having it alone because sometimes if you do for instance a boat tour or something specific you really need a group you cannot do it by yourself and sometimes a specific tours they only run with one with two people 
they don't accept single people on a specific tour. So the reason why I do it is because I want to have women uh, who are like-minded and share their experience. And also because um, from my point of view, I'm a person who don't really like tours. So you would say, wow, you do tours and you don't like tours. Well, I don't like the, the typical you know, uh, concept around tours where you have big buses of 60 people or where, you know, those, I don't like those things. But I like the specific experiences, and there are many around the, the globe, where you are mingled with the locals and you get the local, get to know the locals, you get to know the local cultures, you get to see things that you wouldn't find in any tour guides, you wouldn't find in any websites, nowhere. So there are very specific um, tours that I, I love to do. And what my, my special point are Italy and what I do, because I'm a, an outdoorsy person, I love the outdoors so much. So I bring uh, women from coming into Venice and I bring them into the Dolomites and we go there for walks. But because I also love food and all the culinary things and all the, the fantastic uh, uh, food that you can have, food, the wine in Italy, I also mixed with that. So culinary and um, food experiences with, with the hiking experiences or special tours in Venice, like boat tours of the lagoon and, and then Sicily and other, and other um, special parts of Italy where it's really good to be on a tour because you make the most of your time and you really maximize uh, the cost, the expenses, and everything, and and that's what I do. Yes, and in very small groups. What? How? What are the size of your groups usually? The size are between six. The six is the very minimum, and sometimes when I go into the mountains, uh, it's difficult to bring. Uh, I don't want to bring big groups because maybe you have to go in a refuge to sleep in a refuge. You know, refuge, and they are very small places, so. I really do small of, and also because I want to manage small groups. It's not easy to manage a group of 15 people on your own. You need an, at least another person because it's a large group. So for me, the maximum is between, the minimum is six and the maximum is 10 or 12, but maximum, yes. And the 12 is for Sicily and other people, but for the mountains, I prefer to have six, eight people, not more than that, no. I like that. It sounds very intimate and very friendly. People very intimate, very friendly. And then you have the possibility of, you know, getting to know each other and have discussions and uh, talk about things when you are in a big group. Well, 10 is the maximum because then you create in with, with a group of 10, usually you have two or three smaller groups and that's, that's okay, but it's not a big group. And also you travel in a small van and not in the these, these big buses, you know. So uh, I like to 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 have everything small, and uh, and that's what I do. I, I can't think of having big groups of 20, 25 people. I will never do something like this uh, unless uh, we are joining someone else. But maybe for one experience, like for instance, uh, we do something special for a few hours. Then there are two groups joining. And but not that we do it. My tours are between uh, two nights, uh, and um, the those in Sicily are ten nights, uh, nine or ten nights. But those in the mountains are between two and five nights, not more than that. So they are, they are very reasonable. It's not. I don't want to hijack all the time of women traveling solo. And I always keep telling women, don't 
don't spend all your time in tours because you you know tours are really great when they are a break from your solo travels and not when you leave your home and you go on a tour for months on tours going from one tour to the next i mean i don't want to judge maybe you some women really like this idea uh, but it doesn't give you the opportunity to try out what solo travel is. And really, it creates a fantastic balance when you have your own solo travels, you do whatever you want, and you are alone. And then you move and you go into a group for a couple of days, or maybe a week. That's, that's where the balance comes in. And also you see the solo experience versus the the group experience so it's different you bring diversity into your tours into your travels and that's what makes the difference you know you need diversity into your travels uh, i'm really i'm really a person that i suggest people have diversity bring diversity into your solo travels as much as you can you know there was a movie many years ago called if it's tuesday it must be belgium I don't know if you remember that movie, but it was about a tour group. It was a comedy. And every day they were someplace else. And it was like a job. And I think when you do tours every day, it's like it becomes like a job as opposed to doing a few tours, then just like relaxing on the beach and, you know, have, like you said, diversity in your trip. I think it makes a lot of sense. Well, exactly. If exactly. someone wanted to go on your tour, how would they find out about it? If they, if you want to find out about my tours, uh, you go to the website, which is Rocky, like the Rocky, you know, the guy Rocky, like the, like the fighter Rocky, Rocky Travel, RockyTravel.net. Mm -hmm. Uh, my name is not Rocky. Many people call me Rocky, but it's just a fantasy name. And I, I use that name because, uh, you know, I like the, the film about Rocky. And, <laughs> and spell yes. it what you're saying, because I'm not sure what you're saying. Is it Rocky? So, spell it, because I'm not uh, sure saying Rocky. Yeah, it's Rocky. It's R-O-C-K-Y, Rocky. Mm -hmm. And then what's the rest? Rocky. Then tra travel, like the word travel and dot, dot net. Okay. Well, and, gonna, yes. Okay, sorry. Uh, on the Facebook, on Facebook, there is a rock, the Rocket Travel blog as well. So people can follow me there. Uh, after two years of pandemic, I um, started reopening the tours because I, I really, you know, this is not something that I want to have people to have people on tours when we are still at mist or, but uh, I don't know what's, what's the situation like in the States, but in Europe we have, we have uplifting all the restrictions and Italy is the, one of the last countries in, in uplifting the restriction, but by, by end of, beginning of May, uh, all restrictions are lifted. And so it means that you, you don't even ask you, are you vaccinated or do you have a vaccine? So it's, it's a completely, uh, completely normalized station, uh, situation. And this is something where I feel comfortable with because, you know, to have to check on people and to, it's something that makes me feel a little bit, I don't know, and I, I wanted to wait until the pandemic was over, completely over, and uh, to have normal condition, you know, normal situation. So I'm starting again. I'm starting. And I do my tours only in summer, from June to September, sometimes maybe October. But uh, you know what? 
I've been establishing, I don't do tours in, in winter time. So no skiing, nothing. But uh, if you, if some of you is interested, I can always give you tips uh, or I can give you, you can contact me. I can tell you if you are interested in skiing. You know, Europe is a fantastic country for, for skiing and many people from the States come over also for skiing. Uh, but I do only uh, summer, summer, uh, summer um, tours and summer tours because the, uh, hiking uh, is best in summertime, even though you may I think agree it's... With you. So, uh, so thank you so much for everything you've shared, because I think this could be really exciting for women um, to explore. But I, I want to change gears for a second. I want to ask you what I ask everybody on my podcast. Since you've turned 50, what are the three superpowers that you've developed over that since then? Oh, well, um, I think that um, probably is intuition, one of those who I have been developing a lot, uh, intuition, and because this is, this has been, this intuition has been guiding me through many life reinvention steps. And, uh, and this is something that I really use a lot and uh, it's proved to be something, you know, it's all, it's, it's also an indicator that I'm opening up when, when the intuition and the insights flows, you know, the flow in, in, it's something that I really appreciate and I, I consider it to be a superpower. The second one, I would say the curiosity, my curiosity is something that uh, um, has helped me all over my, you know, all my life, but even better in my fifties because it keeps me uh, high on learning always new things and not being so afraid of trying out things. And so the curiosity is really a big, for me, a big deterrent of, of fear, you know, of eliminating fear and, and trying to get closer to something that I want to try out, even though I'm, I'm not so, I'm not so, how do you say, uh, I don't feel so confident, but my curiosity is pushing me in, towards that, towards towards my goals. And the number three, oh, I think uh, listening and uh, listening to people has become something that I've developed after my, yes, when I was in my fifties because of, of probably of, of what I do and asking questions to people and asking and digging deeper and asking questions is something that I like to do because I have I understood something that uh, we only, we only can find out things and we really get to the answer when we ask the right questions. And this is something that I've been developing a lot and, uh, and, and never, never, yes, take something for granted or as assume something without asking first, yes. <laughs> well, it sounds like those are powerful superpowers to have and- I'm still, still working on them and growing them, but I- but You can stop growing, because if you stop growing, you're dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. We have to keep growing. I uh, thank you so much, Michaela. You're welcome, Maria. It was lovely. And I really enjoyed this podcast with you. And I hope your, your listeners, your guests are also enjoying it. Yes, and feel free I'm to sure reach out. Will. This is a great topic, and I think it's something uh, women 
would get out of get a lot out of. So thank you again and have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. And you too, Maria, in the States. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. bye, bye. bye.